So what, we watch anime So what, we play League We're just having fun We don't care who sees So what, we stay in It don't bother me Living young, pale and nerdy Hello and welcome to the Reaton Entertainment Podcast, episode 47 for... March 27th, 2016. It is Easter Sunday, so uh, with me, celebrating his Easter, not with his family, but with me, uh, Parallax Abstraction. Coming to you live off Zelendel House, finally. Yes, yes uh, <laughs> finally, you got, for anyone who doesn't know, he just built a new computer. Yeah, and what a journey, holy crap. Three CPU uh, coolers, two sets of RAM, and a whole bunch of other fun times later, it's finally done. <laughs> Yeah, I know how that goes. Uh, sometimes it's nice just to get it pre-built, because... It is. There's value. Well, there is value in that, not enough to justify the price premium, but yeah, there there is sometimes that. But I kind of enjoy doing this stuff, too, so, and thankfully, the places I buy my parts from are pretty good about returns, so it, uh, it didn't, didn't hurt too much. Yeah, I tend to buy from Newegg or Amazon, so they're usually pretty good with yeah, returns. They are. I yeah. haven't built I haven't built a computer in a while, but in December, my motherboard decided to break. So that was fun. I remember that, yes. Uh, so that was yes. exciting. And then I got a new motherboard, and it didn't work. <laughs> and then yeah. I got another new motherboard and finally fixed it after try. I also ordered a new processor, so I had an extra processor laying around that I ended oh. up selling. I had a 4790K laying around. Hmm, that's all right. But, uh, yeah, so so what games have you been playing this week besides building the Render House? That's been a lot of it, to be honest with you. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've been mostly getting getting that finished building and then doing all the, the crazy amount of software migrating. But, uh, yeah, that was mostly it. I have <laughs> I got a cheap pre-order copy of The Division that I installed, but I haven't actually run yet. <laughs> Um, and I have a bunch of friends who are, uh, who are, I really into, uh, right now playing, uh, Arma 3 online, which, uh, they play it with a whole ton of mods that, uh, add a lot to it. And, uh, I, a friend of mine convinced me to buy Arma 3 back when it was fairly new and, uh. I played it with him for a while, and then I, I tend to burn out on those sort of ultra-hyper-realistic military games fairly quickly, but, uh. With all the mods and stuff that they've got now for it, they were like, oh, no, no, this is really cool. And uh, they recently made the AI a lot better, apparently, so your squad mates aren't total idiots um, and things like that. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to getting into that again now that I have <laughs> now that I have the space for it. Because the base game is 15 gigs, and then the mods were almost another 15 gigs. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, That'll it's do a it. big-ass game. <laughs> so so in the, in the render house, how big is your solid-state drive you have in there? I have two uh, Mushkin Reactor 1 terabyte drives in RAID 0. So uh, basically I split off a quarter terabyte, which is my system drive, and the rest of it is all all the, the game's drive. Oh, okay. So, uh, so yeah, it's the only mechanical drive in this machine is my four terabyte video drive that stores all my YouTube stuff, but everything else is... Uh, is pure SSD, which I which was not nearly as expensive as I thought. I think it cost me less than five hundred bucks for both of those drives, <laughs> which is not so. terrible. I'm waiting until the end of the year, and then I'm gonna get one. 
because uh, I have get a even cheaper by then. Yeah, I have a 500 gig, and it's it doesn't really <laughs> it doesn't hold as many games as I want. But yeah, uh, you know, I'm gonna wait until the end of the year because by the end of the year, uh, it should be about half the price that it was right now. Because probably what happened last year. So in 2015, in January of 2015. I built my computer and my solid state drive was 480 gigs for $200. And -hmm. now 480 gigs or 500 gigs goes for about 120 on sale. Yeah. So they have cratered the prices on those things and they're still cratering. It's they've, yeah, it's crazy. Right. So hopefully by the end of the year or by the beginning of next year, I could probably pop down 150 bucks and get a terabyte drive. Yeah. And that'll be well yeah. worth it. Uh, I, I'm loving it here. Like I always I had an SSD for my system drive and my old computer, uh, but the game most of the games lived on a terabyte mechanical drive. And yeah, it's just especially with so, like a lot of small games in particular, you know, you get no difference out of it at all. But if you're playing something like a Battlefield or uh, a Fallout or, you know, GTA five or something like that, having that much quicker disc access is just it's oh it's such such an improvement well i remember watching um or uh, playing fallout 4 and being mm. like oh the load times are are pretty long and this is on my solid state drive and mm. then i went and watched them on my friend's computer who doesn't have a solid <laughs> state drive and it took a lot longer to load up stuff so i was like yeah that's that's good oh um, yeah it, it they make a big difference so, have you seen Batman v Superman yet? I have not. Um, I I don't know if I will bother to in the theater or not. I I was sort of, I'd been largely dark on it. I hadn't seen any trailers or anything like that. I just you know I I, I tend not to, not to drown in the pre-release hype for those things. But yeah, man, that is way more divisive than I was expecting. Yeah, it uh, it wasn't very like okay. So I watched it. I'm not going to give mm-hmm. out on spoilers, but it was okay, but I wouldn't call it good. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? People, what people have said is that, uh, is that it's, uh, like it's got a lot of good action set pieces and stuff in it. And like, it's a very good action movie, but the, in terms of the story and characters and that, that's where it's pretty weak sauce is what I've been told. Yeah. And the guy, I know the, the guy that they got to play, uh, Lex Luthor. Mm. Uh, it's fucking terrible. Like, oh, that's too bad. Like he's a he's a decent actor, and I know he was in the Social Network as Mark Zuckerberg, and and I, from what I've seen, you know, he if he's given the right role, he's good. But they, I don't know the direction that they were wanting to go with Lex Luthor, but it was really, really bad. And oh, I, I I think if once you watch it, you'll probably agree with me because. Everyone I know who's seen it pretty much agrees that the guy they got to play Lux Luthor was terrible in it. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's all right. If he was Mark Zuckerberg, that was uh, oh god damn it. Yeah, now I can't remember his name either. But I I now I know exactly who you're talking about now. But yeah, so the games I've been playing, um, I actually haven't been playing too many games, but I did get EA UFC three or two. Mm. Sorry, UFC two. So I actually I just like those games sometimes mindless, you know, punching and kicking. And uh I actually got a good deal from GameStop. 
Hmm. Which which was they had it on sale, so it's a brand new game for forty one bucks. Huh, that's actually not bad. Yeah, I was like, oh, sweet. And they had like the collector's edition or whatnot for fifty one dollars, but I ended up just getting the base game for forty one dollars. So good on you, GameStop, for actually doing something good. Once in a while, yeah, once in a while you can get a a, a good deal out of them if you pay attention. Yeah, I wasn't really paying attention. I just kind of went in and was expecting to pay sixty and save twenty bucks. So I was happy. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, cool. And let's—I'm going to use that as a segue. So speaking of saving money, if you want to save money on Rock Band, you can pay twenty-five hundred dollars to get all of the DLC. Yep, twenty-five dollars to their fig campaign for the PC port of Rock Band Four. Twenty-five hundred dollars. Sorry, twenty-five hundred dollars. Not twenty. If it was twenty-five dollars, I would be back. I take twenty. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um. So, so if anyone doesn't know, Fig is a. It's like Kickstarter, but it's only for video games. And yeah. the the neat thing about Fig is, say, say you didn't actually want to purchase the game, or you did want to purchase the game, but you also wanted to give a little bit more money to invest in the game. You could pay like $250 to get a percentage of the money back. So depending on how much they sell, you would get, you know, so much money back. So at one at a certain point, you'd break even. With their projections, it looks like you would be making maybe $100 if you bought... If as many people bought the game as they think that would, you would make probably $100 on the $250. So it's not a great uh, investment. But you can also, um, just like Kickstarter, they have they have fig tiers. And the mm -hmm. most recent tier update has been that you get every piece of DLC ever created for Rock Band uh, for $2,500. Which, so, as I understand it, is if you were to buy that um, normally, like it's actually a really good value. Right, because every song is $2. So I think there's over 2,000 tracks, so it ended up being like $4,000. So you're getting about a $1,500 break. It's a pretty good deal, yeah. But the shitty if thing is... If you're willing to throw that much up front and you care about owning all the songs, because there's a lot of it I'm sure people wouldn't care about unless you're really eclectic in your musical taste. The only person that would do that would be Aroa. Mm. The only person I know <laughs> of, because he does like having every single song. So yeah. he he literally has like six or seven hundred dollars worth of DLC. Wow, That's pretty, uh, yeah. When yeah. I was back on the Rock Band kick, which I really was uh, during the first couple of iterations of it, Rock Band and Guitar Hero, actually. Yeah, I I have a on my old 360, which is still on my desk. I have. I don't remember how much I spent, but I have several gigs of songs in there. It was definitely not a a tiny amount, probably thirty or forty at least. Uh, right. Yeah. So. So with this fig campaign, I know Aroa has already donated to it, mm -hmm. but uh, have you have you donated to it, or are you just kind of gonna sit out of it? No, I, I've been kind of, kind of rock banded out for a long time. A bunch of friends and I sort of were way, way, way into it back around Rock Band one and two, and then we kind of. Uh, then I, I moved to a place where um, keeping the instruments around wasn't really practical, so I, I sold them, and I just I I've had no interest in getting back into it. Like 
I'm glad that the music games have come back, though they don't appear to be doing super hot, which is kind of a bummer, but I'm, I'm glad they're back, but it's just not something I'm diving into. And I, if I was going to get back into rock band, I'd just buy a, a full instrument kit for, you know, one of my consoles. I don't think I'd ever, I wouldn't want it on PC. Right. I think I would, I, I would, if, if it came out for PC, I would like it on PC because there are a few things that they're putting in. They're putting the ability to create your own songs. Yeah, Rock Band um, Network, which did not come out, come to the con the new console versions. Probably licensing or something like that. But uh, yeah, I would like that. However, yeah, uh, the you know I'm not musically inclined or anything like that, so I'd just be downloading other people's tracks yeah. or uh, you know pirating them. Yeah. So so yeah. well, Rock Band Network was was a cool idea. As I I remember, they had John Drake, who used to be a big Harmonix guy, on one of the Giant Bomb uh, live streams recently, and he was he hasn't been with Harmonix for a while now, but he was talking about Rock Band Network, which I guess he helped set up when he was there. Yeah, and he was talking about how at the time it never really got any traction because they released it when the music genre was kind of slowing down. But it was uh, a really cool idea, and he said it was, you know, it's really tailor-made for something like Steam Workshop, which is, I guess, what they're planning to plug it into. Yeah. Um, um, it's, a cool, uh, it's a cool idea, for sure. So, with, with, uh, with Rock Band 4 on the fig, they have about a third of what, they're, of, the, of what they want. So, they want 15, oh, I'm sorry, 1,000... One million five hundred dollars. Yeah, one and a half million bucks, and they're only about a third of the way there with nine days to go, which doesn't look super hot for them at this point. Yeah, so unless it picks up, because sometimes it does pick up, like, right at the end. But yeah. uh, I just, I'm not seeing it make the goal. The The yeah. problem I have with it, Harmonix is still a pretty big company. And eh, not nearly as much as they used to be. They've right. still got a decent number of people there, but a lot of people have left lately, so I wonder. But my my problem is that they I think that they could probably fork this over themselves. Like they could probably do the one point five million or, or two million that they need. Uh, Some people were wondering, there was a few podcasts I was listening to um where they were saying that uh you know, based on sort of what they're hearing on, on you know, what the sort of word is, is that they might not be uh, actually all that hot, the doing all that hot because they, they did leave a lot of, they did um, uh, lay some people off recently. And I guess like Rock Band um, 4 has not sold especially well. Uh, and like Mad, Mad Cats, which was the, the company that published it and also did all the equipment. Uh, I give for like all the instruments and stuff recently, like laid off 40% of their staff. <laughs> uh, I think it was, uh, uh, yeah, it was something like that. I actually, <laughs> I actually invested in them. I have Robin hood app and oh, uh, okay. after I, I knew that they were going to bounce back. So their stock went down to, I think they're really, they're like a penny stock, but it went down to 19. Yeah, they always have been. Yeah. It went down to 19 cents for mad cats mm. and then it bounced back to 28 cents. So that's actually not a decent or not a bad percentage of money. So mm -hmm. I, I made a few yeah, dollars I, off I, that. That's what people were saying is that some some are thinking that this feels a little bit 
like some people were saying it feels a little bit desperate, but at the same time, they were like, um, at the same time, they were like, yeah, but 1.5 million is not going to, you know, even if even if harmonics is hurting, you know, 1.5 million is not a lot of money to a studio like that, especially when this PC port that they're crowdfunding, they're not actually going to be doing it themselves. They're outsourcing it to Sumo Digital, which is a a studio that's done a lot of that kind of thing. So this isn't like, uh, you know, that it, they're going to go out of business if they don't fund this necessarily. But right. Yeah. I... A lot of people were saying, you know, a series that had never been on PC before and that they largely had never really cared about bringing to PC suddenly when the console versions kind of tank, they're like, um, maybe we'll put this over here now, which, yeah, that's, that's kind of too bad. But, you know, part of the yeah, reason, they, sorry about sorry, that, yeah. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Uh, no, part no. of the reason I didn't, uh, or haven't yet invested in this or, or, you know, paid the 45 or $60, whatever to get it is they don't have an online version. Like, yeah, no, they don't. Yeah. Like, uh, the first thing I mentioned, like, when they when they said that they were going to do it and Aroa retweeted it or whatnot, I was like, that'd be cool if there was, like, a online co-op thing so that we could play together. And mm-hmm. they, act- they actually messaged me back. They actually tweeted to me and said, oh, there's no plan for online play at this time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, come on. Like, how hard is it to introduce online play? Especially yeah. in some especially just like a peer-to-peer thing like why well and people were wondering too because you know it wasn't like and yeah this is a new generation of consoles and a new version of their engine and whatnot but it was in rock band 3 like they've done it before surely they must be able to repurpose some of that multiplayer technology you'd think i mean i ain't no programmer or nothing but you know i i think that part of it was uh, their reasoning is that not a lot of people used it. And apparently that was true, yeah. And it, it was much really more of a, you know, everyone in the same room kind of affair. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. I wanted, the Part of the reason I got it was so that I could play it with Aroa. I don't know about you, but I live about 2,000, 3,000 miles away from Aroa. Mm-hmm. So playing it with him online would be the only way to really play it. And he's the only friend I have that owned the game uh i i'm sure i i sure i know a couple other people that own it but they only sold i think 400,000 copies of rock band mm-hmm. the new one yeah which i think which isn't were... a ton for any game especially one that has plastic instruments with it too <laughs> yeah i think they were projecting to get uh a million sales on it yeah i think so... that's what mad cats needed out of it yeah, so they didn't do as well as they would have liked, and I I don't see this fig campaign actually completing either, which kind of sucks. No, um, probably not. I mean, they could have a, a rally at the end, but that's a big rally that they'd need. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's let, let's move on to something else. Oh, man, this is kind of a sad, <laughs> a sad week. Uh, a little bit. Nintendo may cease production. This is a report. Also, it's a rumor. Uh, so Nintendo made cease production of the Wii U at the end of the year. Now the Wii U is actually one of my favorite consoles, uh, that I own because mm. it's, yeah. it's a I very, yeah, it's a really good console. They actually make fun games. They're not super serious. Uh, 
Um, mm-hmm. But apparently, because they're winding up to do... Rumors are that the NX is coming out at the end of the year. Yeah. And if the NX comes out, of the, out at the end of the year, I could definitely see them saying, okay, let's stop Wii U production, uh, keep games, keep making games for it for like the next year, and then just stop doing it by the end of 2017. Uh, what are your mm. thoughts on the Wii U? Do you, you said you just mentioned that you like it, so yeah, I have one. I got one for Christmas uh, the year they they came out, and uh, yeah, I've liked it a lot. I mean, if I was a person who could only afford one console and it was the only one I bought, you know, th- there is a bit of a you know uh, there is a bit of a I guess a lacking library on it. But like most things, Nintendo, it's. Uh, uh, you know, like most things Nintendo, it's the mo- a lot of the games that come out on it from Nintendo are kick ass. Oh yeah, and Splatoon. Uh, they absolutely are. Like I, I, uh, yeah, the games that I have for it are some of the best I played in years. I, I love the, I love the thing. So apparently, according to this, is that the Wii U has sold twelve point six million units in three mm. years. Compared to PlayStation 4's 36 million in two years. And it the PS4 came out a year... Wait, did it come out a year later or did it come out the same year? I can't even a remember. A year later. It was a year later. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's a few reasons for this is that... Uh, well, people are dumb. That's part of it. Uh, yeah. So, I mean... It's not necessarily people are dumb, but the Nintendo didn't name it correctly, I don't think. So the Wii U... Yeah. You know, people look at that name and they think, man, so is that just like an upgrade for the Wii? Yeah. I already have a Wii. They they, they did a terrible job at positioning that thing. They could have at least named it like the Wii 2 or something yep. like that. Or the Wii HD even would have made more sense. Yeah, and, but... And, and the biggest problem with it too was they came out with that gamepad controller, which like I actually like to use in that, but very, even even... Very, very few things really take advantage of it in a unique way. Even a lot of the Nintendo stuff, they never really figured out how to use that in a cool way. Yeah. Um, it I often like just it. duplicated the TV screen or, you know, like a lot of DS games just provides, a, you know, a map or something like that. Apparently, the be- one of the best uses of it, well, the best use of it that I've still seen to date was in Zombie U. I thought that did a great job with it. That was a game I actually really liked. And uh, apparently, I haven't played it yet, I intend to, but the Wind Waker HD remake apparently has, like, all the inventory management and stuff that you'd normally do in a pause screen on the gamepad, which, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I have the Wind Waker edition of the Wii U. Okay. So it has the neat little controller that has all the emblems and stuff on it, so... uh, The problem is I haven't actually played much of the Wind Waker HD, so I don't... I don't really know how it works, but I'm sure it works good. Um, I think the inventory management was on uh, Monster Hunter. That I think the yeah, inventory that management had it was too. On... That that's right. Yes, that also had it. So it, it's a good system, but it was held back by a few things. First off, everyone knew that the PlayStation Four and Xbox One were coming out a year later. Yep. And so if they didn't know, hey, you know. This is actually a sequel to the Wii. They, if they knew that, then they were still like, eh, 
what games are really being released for it and it's not going to be as powerful as the ps4 or xbox one and it's not like the processor's way less powerful it has yeah. a fourth of the ram it only has two gigs of ram i think i'm not even sure how much it has but yeah it's 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 definitely uh doesn't really hold the candle to the other two right and I it, it's definitely it's more powerful than the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3, but you have people wanting games like you know Halo 5 and I think Uncharted HD stuff like that, which yeah. the Wii U can't handle. But yeah. some of the games that come out for it look great. Like uh, Twilight <clears throat> Princess looks great from what I understand. Splatoon yeah. Splatoon's a great game. Yeah, well, Nintendo knows how Nintendo knows their art style so well that they can, you know, they can do something with less on a less powerful system and still make it look incredible. Right. So even the Wii, which was not an HD console, some of their games looked pretty great. Uh, What was it? Mario? (laughs) Uh, Mario Galaxy looked pretty good. Uh, Twilight Princess, even on the Wii, was pretty good, but... Uh, I know that with the upgrade from for Twilight Princess with the upgrade from the Wii to the Wii U version, it there's some issues. It's it's not things that are issues, but it's things that are uh, more evident now that it's on an HD screen. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So uh, little mm-hmm. artifacts and stuff might show up, but it's all in all, it's better. And they had to get they got rid of a lot of the. Uh, bloom effects that they had in the original version to make it look mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. so yeah hopefully- and then apparently so apparently this is one analysis i heard on uh, i think it was the giant bomb cast this week i guess nintendo did come out after this rumor and said no we're we are planning to actually manufacture it uh beyond 2016 they didn't say for how long but but the other thing is that people a lot of people i think are misunderstanding because you know it's not really people's job to understand how this stuff works but part of the thing as well is that the um is that uh what just because they stop production doesn't mean they'll stop support or selling the thing because they probably have because it's been selling so slowly they probably have quite a large number of them sitting in warehouses and they'll reach a point where they want to start make stop making new ones because they'll have you know a lot of inventory built up that will take a while to sell off and so they may still continue to either make games for it or support it in other ways it just means they won't be building any new ones but that doesn't mean they don't have like you know 5 million of them sitting in a warehouse that they'll still need to sell over time right exactly um i mean just look at the original Nintendo, they actually stopped support of the original Nintendo, I think, in 2001. Yeah, yeah, something. Well, yeah, something like that, because some of those some of those things, uh, those systems, there are a lot of countries that were buying them up, you know, regularly up until just a few years ago. So, yeah, but so I think it's 2000 or 2001. And if you don't remember, the regular Nintendo came out in 1985 in Japan. So, yep. (laughs) Uh, for a good 15 years they were still supporting the console because uh, and by support I mean you could call them up and say hey my console's messing up how do I clean it and how do I do this and they would walk you through it and help you and they would also um, their support was open so that you could send it in and they could fix it up for you like it was they have a pretty good uh, 
what is it, re- reputation for keeping taking care of their consoles over time. So yeah. uh the Wii Absolutely. U I the only thing I don't like about it is that you can't buy an additional gamepad. Yeah, which originally you were supposed to be able to, but then they buy because I remember that when people were like when they first announced it and people were like, oh, God, you can only ever use one of these. That sucks. They came out and said, we're proud to announce you'll now be able to use two of these things. And then they never made them available for sale anyway. Yeah, therefore, there's no games that support it. They're available for sale in um, Japan. Japan, Japan, that's true. They are, but only as only basically as replacements because there are literally no games that support using two simultaneously. Right, but but here's my question. So if some if one of them breaks down in the United States, do can we use the can we get a new replacement one? I, I believe you can you can order them direct from Nintendo. They're just not on shelves. I remember hearing okay. about that. You you can buy one from them. You just can't go to a Best Buy and pick one up. Okay, because I might have to if they do can't stop production, I might have to order one from Nintendo. Just, just keep one in reserve, just in case. Yeah, just in case mine breaks, because they do have some good games, and uh, oh yeah, uh, the eShop is great. Keep mine hooked up, assuming the NX isn't backwards compatible with the Wii U, which it probably is. Nintendo has a long history of always being backwards compatible one generation. Yeah. But uh, if it's not, I will keep my Wii U hooked up for a good while because there's still a lot of great, great stuff on there I like to play. Now now that you've talked about Splatoon, I want to fire that up. I haven't played that in a while. So uh, before we go off topic, uh, yeah, actually, I'm going to go way off topic. Mm. <laughs> so I don't have a lot of room in my house. I think I've mentioned this before. I kind of have my – the only place I can be is in my room. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, it's fairly cluttered, so I can't display all the consoles that I have and have everything hooked up. Uh, so when I get my new place, hopefully, crossing fingers, uh, then I'll be able to actually hook up. Because right now, the only consoles I have hooked up are my Retron 5, Xbox Mm -hmm. One, PlayStation 3, and Wii U. So Mm -hmm. hopefully I'll be able to keep those hooked up and then hook up a bunch of more stuff once I get a new place. Uh, Mm -hmm. I actually did put a bid down for a house uh yeah last week so eighty five thousand dollars for a three-bedroom house 85 fuck (laughs) we have a three-bedroom house here and this was not unreasonable in this city when we paid for it in 2013 when we paid three hundred and forty nine thousand. yeah 80 85 thousand uh for three bedroom two bath god damn it (laughs) it's only 1100 square feet or something so yeah so it's a small three bedroom but still yeah man and and our our place is in the suburbs it's not even in the city but yeah canada didn't have quite the real estate crash that the u.s did so stuff here didn't really go down that much so and this is cheap compared to like toronto or vancouver (laughs) yeah yeah so i'm i'm kind of excited i already put a bid down um for the eighty five thousand. the guy accepted it so we're just waiting for time, basically, because I'm not moving until August. So unless somebody puts a better bid down uh, within that time period, I think I'm I'm good to get it because he's already accepted it, basically. So, yeah, well, that's cool. Well, that yeah, and that'll be nice where you can have like a dedicated, uh, maybe a dedicated either games room or at least just a bigger space to put more stuff. Yeah, that was my plan was to have a what because my, my roommate or my friend wants to be my roommate. And he would get one room, obviously, I would get another, and then there would be, like, my computer slash game room that I would have. 
and yeah. he can keep everything in his room. So he'll be the me of the, <laughs> he'll be the one like that. Uh, now let's talk about some overpriced stuff. Uh, oh yes. Let me speaking, let me, of, speaking of paying too damn much for things. Yeah. First off, I gotta. <laughs> Oroa couldn't be here this week, uh, because he's sick. Uh, he's so sick that he can barely talk. So he did actually to say on Twitter his thoughts on what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the Apple iPhone SE conference that they had earlier this week. Uh, Which is pretty his, much now. I never follow these things. I only look at them uh, vicariously through Twitter. But I know. They announced the iPhone SE. Was there other stuff they talked about at this thing? They didn't hold the whole event just they, to say they're making a smaller iPhone, did they? Right, right. They did say other stuff. So what Aroa said on Twitter was... Oh, yes. Was, I'm sorry. I, I just I just saw Aroa's tweets. Okay. <laughs> so he said, iPhone SE is pretty cool, but I wish it had 3D touch. Uh, $300 mm. is still too much for a watch. Oh, the yeah. I they that's right. They dropped the price on the Apple Watch, right? Right, right. The 10-inch iPad Pro should be the only iPad Pro calling it. Uh, I'm calling that it replaces the iPad Airline. Uh, yeah. yeah, Airline. Um, yeah. And then nothing else important happened at Apple event, and those are my thoughts. So those are okay. Rose's thoughts. Let's go through. Uh, we'll be a little bit more in-depth. Uh, it's not going to be as long as and when... In, and in-depth by which we mean prepare for... A if you're an Apple fan, prepare for a snark tsunami. <laughs> yeah, so the the 4-inch iPhone SE... Now, before when we've done these little conference things, it's been a Rowan and I, and we had literally spent three hours talking about I, iPhones. Mm -hmm. We're going to keep it... We're going to keep it a little bit shorter on this one. Quite a bit shorter. On yeah, this one. I don't think we need to... Yeah. So the four-inch Apple iPhone SE, uh, mm. I'll just go over the specs real quick. It's got an A9 processor, which means fucking nothing. I hate. Well, I, A9 is is A9 A9X is the high-end one, right? A9 is the last one. Is that how it is? I think so. I don't yeah. know. I, I don't like it, that they it, use. It's those. one of their newer generation 64-bit processors. So it's it's not one of the it's not super it's not a super low-end CPU. Let's right. just say that. So it's got a 12 megapixel camera. Uh, yeah, megapixels a meaningless metric these days, anyway. Right. It looks almost exactly like the previous smaller generation. So it looks like the Apple Five. Yeah, the it's, Apple Five. It's so one of their nicer cameras. Again, it's everything about this phone really says it's. It's got the, some of their nicer stuff, but not the nicest. It's not the bleeding right. edge, but it's like the last what used to be their bleeding edge. So it's saying that it has a well. What I'm saying is that the actual design of it, uh, you can actually use your Apple iPhone five cases on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, that's kind of cool. Yeah, um, Apple is encouraging Apple users. <laughs> yeah, Apple's encouraging users to upgrade from the iPhone five S by saying that this new phone has faster LTE and Wi-Fi speeds, better battery life, and support for for Apple Pay with NFC. In other words, it runs like a new iPhone, and as rumored before, the iPhone SE uh, occupies the lower end space of Apple's catalog. So here's the deal: 16 gig model is still going to cost you 400 bucks. And well, you know what? I, I why am I acting sli even slightly surprised? I mean, th this is a company who has done very well at these high prices. Why would they change now? Right. So <laughs> my my phone is the uh, Moto X 2014 edition. Mm -hmm. And just going based on the pros or the the megapixel camera, it has a 13 megapixel camera in it. 
So it's got a 13 megapixel camera, a quad core processor. You know, it's it's very similar, and it cost me 200 bucks. Now, of yeah, course, it I'm wasn't just... a new phone at that time. I bought it like a year later. But this phone is yeah. a low end phone. It should be at most, in my opinion, 300 bucks. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, and I mean, let me put it this way. I, so I have a Nexus, a Google Nexus 5, which I bought in 2014. And at the time, it was brand new and it caught this is a 32 gig phone. Now, admittedly, the, the, this phone, this phone cost me, I think it was $329 at the time. Uh, brand new from Google. I mean, obviously, this phone has some compromises that the iPhone SE doesn't. The camera on this thing is hot garbage, and I actually just looked it up. It's actually only, only quote, only 8 megapixels, and uh, the battery on it is pretty lousy. Um, yeah. But it was a fair, otherwise a fairly high-end phone, you know, a high-end processor, 1080p display, and it was 32 gigs, and it cost me 329 unlocked. Oh, wow. Um, you know, because uh, Google Nexus phones, well, you can buy them on contract, but most people buy them direct. Right. Um, so, yeah, it was it was, uh, you know, and and but yeah, this this phone does have I have to admit, like looking at it spec wise, uh, it is pretty impressive what you're getting for for the money. But yeah, like I, I, I personally think it's a travesty in this day and age to have anything less than at least 32 gigs on a phone. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have a 16 gig uh, whatever storage on mine, but I don't really use it for I don't use it as a smartphone. I text and yeah. that's about it. Like, I don't yeah, really if you're putting do... a decent number of apps on it or especially if you're storing storing music locally on the device, like you'll burn up 16 gigs very, very easily. Right. Especially. And if you're taking photos. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. So you can actually, this last Thursday, they started taking pre-orders. You can pre-order the device now, uh, since it is Sunday. <laughs> and the device will be available March 31st, which is uh, four days away. So yeah, it's uh, Thursday. Uh, going next, they actually have the iPad 9.7 inch, as well as, let's just say, 10 inch iPad Pro. Mm. Um yeah, so they uh <laughs> that's what is basically the starting it. price for that? It's something mental cakes, isn't it? Um okay, so let's just read through it. Let me see. Users can choose from silver, gold, gray, and rose gold. Pricing starts at $600 for the 32 gig version, but also offered at 749 for 128 gigs uh and 250 gig model for 899. So I mean, yeah, and, and for those wondering, I just looked up the Canadian pricing because we're in Canada and our dollars suck, so we're getting shafted. The 12.9-inch version iPad Pro, so the 10-inch version, yeah, okay, so the 10-inch version, right, they announced the smaller one. In yeah. Canada, yeah, in Canada, 32 gigs starts at $799, $999 for $128, and $1,200 for $256 gigs, which is... Wow. Ugh. Um, that's also, sur that's surface pricing, which is what most people think this thing is is ripping off is the concept of the surface or convertible laptops. Well, so here's my problem with the iPad Pro. It's it's trying to be the surface, but it doesn't want to go all the way there. It's not the problem is it wants to be the surface, but it's not a proper computer. Right, You're exactly. Still stuck to a mobile operating system. Right, that's what I was. That's that was what I was getting at. Is that yeah. it's not going all the way there. Like the surfaces no. are, 
are awesome. We have a few of the surfaces. Yeah, we have a few of the surfaces that work, and I'm sure the iPad Pro is a good device. But if I if I'm going to spend that much money on something, I want it to be a full fledged computer. Because with the Surface, you can get it so that you can get the docking station, dock it, and then use it as a real computer. That's what a couple of the salespeople at my work do. They have a Surface, they plug it in. They use it for their, uh, you know, normal computing tasks at work. And if they need to travel somewhere, um, they'll unplug it from their dock and then go and, you know, be like, oh, here and then show their whatever the clients what they're doing. Like all the sales guys at my new job are all Surface users, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. How, how is your new job, by the way? Going very well. Uh, I'm I'm do I'm in the middle of a five day practical exam right now to qualify me for a, a higher position, but it's uh it's stressful, but it's going well. It, it's a good place. I'm I'm liking it so far. You're already getting a promotion. Well, no, they wanted to hire me in sort of uh they wanted to hire me because of the level of knowledge I had. I I could have qualified to be a level two uh, tech there. So this test is normally what they give technicians who want to move up to level two, and they're basically doing it to qualify to see if I know what I claimed on my resume. <laughs> oh, okay, I got you, got you. Uh, but it's going well so far. I most of it I've run into a few challenges, but I I generally knew what was involved. So uh yeah, so but it's going well. Really good people there. Everyone was really well. Welcoming it. I think it's going to be going to be a good place. I hope so. Okay, so I'm I'm reading through this. I'm trying to find. So remember the iPad Pin? Uh, you mean the Apple Pencil? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is, thing. The is stylus, that that's, but don't call it a stylus. <laughs> yeah, is it not included in this one? It never was. It's it's okay. never been included with the Pro. It's an extra accessory. Whereas okay, so, the surfaces also come with those. Yeah. So here's here's another thing. Uh. Have you seen how to charge those? The pencil? Yeah, you have to plug them into something, don't you? You plug it into the iPad. <laughs> and and it is it's well one it's one of the ways you can charge it is plugging it into the charging port on the iPad. <laughs> so it like sticks Which out. I'm sure isn't draining the other thing faster, like it isn't draining the friggin' device faster. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But uh yeah, that's going to be uh I think it's what March 24th it's going to be on sale. Um pre-orders, I don't know. It yeah, again, in March 31st is when it when it's actually going to start shipping out. So, if you are interested in this abomination, you can get it and uh pre-order it now and get it on Thursday hopefully. Uh, we're yeah, out I mean, I've seen a couple of YouTubers who use those who use the iPad Pros mostly because all they do with it is they play game like they play games on it. So they just want something that's like big, that's good for them because they don't travel with it. So, right. you know, it's good to have as a house device, I guess. But I just as a traveling thing, like, yeah, I just look at it and I'm like, yeah, it costs as much as a surface, but it's not a real computer. And you're not compromising on build quality because the I've used the Surface stuff and the Surface stuff is hell of well built. So right, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> uh, let's see. So my next question is: What's your thought on wearables? I couldn't care less, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah, me neither. Like I, I've looked at them. One of the, one of my team leads at work has a an Android Wear watch, and I've watched him. <laughs> watched him <laughs> uh you know i i've seen him use it and i'm i look at it and i'm like oh it's kind of neat but at the same time like 
if I want to check the time, I have a Fitbit, so I can check it on there anyway. And in terms of like if I get emails or whatever, a lot of the time I'm in one of two places. I'm either in front of a computer where my the email will come up there anyway. Or if it's in my pocket and I'm out somewhere, like I don't get enough email that it's a chore for me to have to just pull my phone out, unlock the screen and go, oh, what is it? You know, what is it? So right. to, to me, it just seems like a redundant thing. And I've always said, I, I actually wrote an article, uh, uh, post on geekbravado.com a while back. I think it's called the smartwatch distraction, where I basically said that all of these companies were coming out with smartwatches because they've run out of new ideas to put in their phones, which this iPhone SE is evidence of. Like, there's nothing new in it. It's just a, hey, here's a smaller phone. It um, actually uses – everything that it uses are is from the older phones that it has. Yeah, that has now become cheaper to produce, so yep. it's easier to do. And yeah, like the thing is, the I said that smartwatches were a distraction because these companies have run out of new things to put in phones, and people aren't buying new phones as often anymore because they're not as sh you know shiny and cool as they used to be. And this is their attempt to try to keep people engaged. And by all accounts, smartwatches have been pretty much a flop. Like the fact that Apple lowered the, like because there's a whole bunch of things when you're observing Apple. Because they'll never admit to anything not doing well or they'll never admit to any product being a failure. But the one thing that you can always notice about Apple is you can tell when something has underperformed if you read between the lines. The fact that they cut the price on the Apple Watch means it's not selling as well as they wanted because they would never cut the price. They'll never cut the price on anything that's selling as well as they hope, right? Right, exactly. That, so, uh, so the they're, they're, the Apple they say the Apple Watch is the best selling smartwatch, but you notice how they never talk because with Apple conferences in particular, when they start spewing numbers and bragging, it's never about what they say; it's about what they don't say. So you'll notice that they'll say, "Oh, the Apple Watch is the best selling smartwatch," and that may very well be true. But you notice they've never said how much it's sold; they just say yeah. it's the best selling. They never give numbers, and now the fact that they've cut the price is all the proof you need of going, yeah, this isn't doing so hot. <laughs> but they didn't cut it by that much. So that's no. that's my big thing is that uh, the Apple Watch was always overpriced. And yes. to, to be fair, some of the editions were way overpriced. So they had some editions yeah. of the Apple Watch, which were what, $10,000 for the gold Well, they edition. had them with gold bands and all this other nonsense. I mean, most of them are like that. Like, most of the Samsung ones are ridiculously overpriced for what they are, too. I mean, it's really... It's an extender for your phone. For It's it's a multi-hundred-dollar extender for that that the doesn't do nearly as much as the device that's two feet away in your pocket. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? So... so. uh and I know that Aroa actually does like the wearables. He has a pebble that he uses oh, all okay. the time. Uh, mm. But but what what uh, Parallax Abstraction mentioned earlier was that they lowered the price. So they have lowered the price of the Apple Watch from $349 base model to $299. So they cut $50 off of it. Um, mm. They're also giving new... They also released new bands for it, introducing new colors. Um mm. Neither of us are going to get it. I nope. The only reason I would even think about getting it is that I'm working out now. Uh, yeah. You know, a few times, a couple times at least a week. 
I'm working yeah. out and keeping kind of keeping rate of my uh my heartbeat, but you can get a heartbeat monitor for like thirty or forty bucks. And so, they make Fitbits that are that have a heart rate monitor in them and they're a lot cheaper than a than a smartwatch, right? So are they let me I don't I don't know. I don't I think Fitbit the, the are, Fitbit does make like a high end smartwatch like product that is very expensive but like the fitbit charge hr like i have a fitbit charge which is the model that but there's an hr model of the charge that has the heart rate monitor in it and i know it's a lot less than well I, let's than, uh, the yeah smartwatch. oh i'm just looking it up just to see i mean all it um, does you know all it does is the fitness tracking and time display but for a yeah. thing on my wrist you know if i do want to check the time and i'm not sitting in front of a computer where i can just look at the bottom right corner of the screen you know it's nice. I can just turn this, hit a button on the side of it, and I know what the time is. With you know, that's nice to not have to fish my phone out for. I'll give it that. So they have the Fitbit Flex, uh, which is seventy seven ninety nine, and then the Fitbit Charge is a hundred bucks. Yeah, so, and I think the Charge HR is another model above that, but even that's less than one hundred and fifty. I think so. Half the price of the Apple Watch, even post price cut. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the, the Apple Watch, admittingly, does do a lot more. Yeah, it uh, does. But it's not so to me, it's not something that you want uh, or not something I would want, because who wants to use voice diction on their wrist, talking into the wrist while trying to send a text message? Uh, It's just, you know, I I just don't see it being. uh, Yeah, I I don't I don't see it being uh, uh, this doing. I I don't see this price cut setting the world on fire in in any meaningful way for for them. I mean, I think it's a, you know, the Apple Watch had its diehard Apple fan bump at the beginning, but I think smartwatch, and this isn't an Apple problem specifically. It's like I said, I have no doubt when they say that they are the best-selling smartwatch, they probably are, but they're the best seller in a category that kind of just, you know, didn't really explode. It just kind of went pop when it started and no one really cares that much. <laughs> right. It's kind of like, so. uh, you know, Rock Band saying, oh, Rock Band 4 is the biggest selling, uh, you know, music rhythm game in this generation. Like that may be <laughs> true, but you still but, have only sold 400,000 units. So yeah. What are you up against? Not, not much really. So yeah. Guitar yeah. Hero. Um, yeah, exactly. So, you know, I mean, I, I don't see this doing anything. And yeah, I, 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 the bigger iPad Pro, I mean, the iPad Pro, by all accounts, has not been a huge hit either, because, again, that's another thing where they didn't brag about how much it sold uh, in terms of numbers. And uh, yeah, like, I find it funny that they were they they quickly responded to all the bigger smartphones that were coming out by going, okay, here's the iPhone six and the six plus, which is this massive epic thing, and yeah. now their big innovation is, hey, here's a phone that's the size of the ones we used to make that we replaced with the bigger ones. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, it, um, it feels like they, they and and again, you know, I am my anti Apple fanboyism is very well documented, but. This is not just a them thing. Like same thing when I wrote my article about smartwatches is it feels like all of these companies that were riding this massive high when smartphones came out and kind of took the world by storm. Now that smartphone sales are obviously starting to normalize and that massive that that massive initial wave is is becoming is something that's not becoming sustainable. These are companies that are not necessarily flailing but they're they're desperately trying to chase that next big thing that they can use to keep the profits flowing and just nothing is having 
that the level of impact that smartphones, you know, that the iPhone did when it first came out, that massive cultural, to use the cliche term, zeitgeist that it had, you know, smartwatches are not that. And uh, yeah, they've just, they, they've run out of stuff they can do to these phones now that isn't just what I call a spec bump, which is just, hey, here's the same thing with a faster CPU and a faster processor, which no one cares about who isn't a high-end enthusiast. You know, right. So uh, your average iPhone owner doesn't give a shit that they have 64 bit processing this generation. They don't even know what that means. No, uh, actually. So my uh, what I'm thinking about on this is HTC. Mm-hmm. They they were pretty big, you know, four or five years ago. And they now they now they are struggling to keep up. They are. They're, they've they're had trouble for a dying. couple of years, even though their phones are decent. They've. They've had uh, problems with that. You know what's kind of funny is I, I'm really curious about this because HTC are the ones who make the Vive, uh, yeah. Valve's VR headset. I'm really curious if that's the new direction they're trying to go and if the, how well that's going to work out for them. Yeah, I, th- hopefully that's not like their last big push because I actually mm-hmm. like HTC products. Uh, let's move yeah. on though. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the next thing, uh, Siri search and Apple TV. Um mm. So you can use voice search with Apple TV, I guess. Cool. <laughs> uh, social initiatives. <laughs> uh, so they, they actually have a couple things. They have the Care Kit. Apple has amplified its health-related offerings today, pointing to the success of Research Kit. The company announced the launch of its Care Kit. Six partner medical organizations, including John Hopkins University and Sanford Medicine, can create apps to help patients monitor their symptoms and uh, care with their doctor. Essentially, they can record, track, and compare their symptoms with their doctors, and then physicians can create a list of care instructions that are adjusted based on the care kit information. Uh, no longer That's kind of neat. Yeah, that is kind of neat. So basically, it's saying that... Uh, you don't have to call the doctor and have them get to that get to you. Basically, you you it's kind of like us where somebody writes a ticket and then we fix it. So yeah, you know, you'll be essentially write a ticket say, hey, this is what I'm what, what's happening. If it's you know, of course, not life life threatening, and your mm-hmm. doctor can then at their leisure sit down and say, oh, this sounds like it's this. You know, do this. So you don't have mm. to go in and make an appointment and go there. You can hopefully this will make it so that you can get there pr- quicker at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty neat. And then also uh, environmental renewal. Um, Apple gave an update. I'm just reading this verbatim on the site. The link is down below to the Verge. Uh, Apple gave an update to its ambitious goal of running all of its all of its facilities on 100% renewable energy. Currently, 93% of its of its facilities run on renewable power, and 100% of the U.S. facilities are environmentally friendly. Uh, it sold off a new solar farm in China, noted places like Singapore, which land is scarce. Uh, so basically, it's just running everything on solar power and stuff. Which I mean, hey, you know, I I I, I give this company a lot of shit rightly in my opinion but hey you know if more and more companies in the world are going to 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 do things like that and and really push for green stuff it's going to take the big guys to lead the charge and they're doing that and good on them you know yeah, they that's, don't have that's to cool. and and I I will give them credit for doing that because they they will set 
you know, people rightly or wrongly look to Apple for a lot of things and they will, you know, they they will set a standard that others will follow. So I, I, I will I will give them credit for that. Yeah. So there was one thing that isn't mentioned in this. Um, you, They've created a trade in program for your iPhones. Oh, um, have, maybe they didn't already have that. Well, yeah. So you can. I think it's it's you obviously don't get as much. It's kind of like GameStop when you take a game and you're like, can I get my pittance, master? Um, yeah, can I get my can I get my <laughs> my fifty cents for this thing I paid sixty bucks for? <laughs> exactly, but yeah. Uh, so they have. I think the iPhone six or six S will net you three hundred dollars. Uh, okay. if you trade it in, so it's not. I mean, you you pay eight hundred dollars for it, but that's sure, still but... not. It's still not a terrible thing, and then you it's can not use awful. that. Then you can use that to buy a new iPhone, um, yeah. and then the older iPhones you can trade in and get, uh, you know, less money. And you can even trade in Android phones, I believe. Yeah, and get and Which, get. A I mean, makes sense, right? They're not going to want to. They're not going to. Yeah, they wouldn't. They wouldn't want to keep that because they, they want to get people into their system too, right? So right, and that would make sense. So, but they only offer. I think the most they offer for like a brand new top of the line, it's like seventy five bucks. Uh, <laughs> so that's awesome. But they actually yeah. have a new. They have a new system where they will um, take it apart. Like they have a a robot that will take the iPhones apart or whatnot, and then uh, take all the scrap metal or like all the gold and stuff, and then reuse it. I think. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So. That's pretty neat. That's part of it. They actually have a picture of it, but they don't actually tell, say anything about it. Oh, wait. Did, did they say anything about it? Maybe I, I skipped it. Um, Apple, they invent new products, but it also spent time focusing on issues around technology. Um, it tied to the care kit. Uh, Apple Watch makes for people court. Nope. 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 Oh, it, it, there's one line at the very end of this paragraph it says and it introduced a half cute half creepy recycling robot named liam they named it huh yep that's it that and then they show a picture <laughs> of that robot but underneath it so basically huh. you it takes the iphone and then will like just completely take it apart and throw it off to the side so huh, and i'm kind of surprised that was the only mention of it yeah, I, I, funny. I never heard about this until you mentioned that just now. And yeah, I'm, I'm looking. Uh, uh, I just look. I just looked up a picture of this thing. So okay, it's not as. Given that they gave it a name, it's not as you know cute looking as I was expecting. But, uh, but yeah, it's uh, huh. It's an interesting idea for sure. It's again, that's you know that that that's kind of a cool idea that they've they've taken an environmental initiative, which is obviously you know normally kind of a boring thing to have to explain and sell to people, and they're like, here's how we made this kind of cute and neat, and it, that helps get pe get people's attention, I suppose. Yeah. So it, I'm watching a video. It completely takes apart the iPhone. It will take out all the like it'll take out the camera sensor and put it somewhere. Uh, mm -hmm. takes out the motherboard and puts it somewhere, and then it like it recycles everything, including the cases and all the screws and stuff. To Which is hold... cool, you know. I yeah. it's nice to see them to see them do that that they they have uh, that that they're doing something like that. Yeah, yeah. So, question: Are you buying any of the iPhone stuff? Huh? <laughs> nope. 
Nothing. Nope. I'm a, yeah. I'm I'm an Android user. Still am a, a happy one. I I might replace my Nexus Five at some point in the next while, but if I do, it'll be probably for another Nexus product. I. Yeah, I because of the crazy inherited rate plan I'm on, if I don't want to lose it, I can only buy unlocked phones. Uh, oh yeah. So if I if I've got to spend six, seven, eight hundred dollars on a phone, it's going to be one that I can I can do more stuff with. So yeah, I'm yeah, iPhones are not for me. They never have been. I kind of like so I enjoy I go with the Moto series of phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which I guess I was... are Lenovo phones now. Yeah. Yeah, if I was going to switch off, it would be for a Nexus phone. But I tend to like the uh, the Moto... Uh, I started off with the Moto G, just the first generation one, and it worked great. Mm-hmm. And then I got the Moto X, and that that went well. I, I switched to the... I used the Amazon phone for a little while, and that thing was... I heard that was a, that was a th- I heard that was a special product. <laughs> it was very special, basically. It mm-hmm. it was it worked okay, um, mm. and then I rooted it, and it didn't work okay. <laughs> uh Uh, like after you rooted it, it I started having issues where like if I was on Wi-Fi, I couldn't receive text messages. Mm. Uh, so once I left, like it would work most of the time, and then I would leave, uh, my house, and it would stop picking up my wi-fi and i would get oh. like three three or four text messages and i was like oh good and mm. then uh the camera stopped working oh yeah because the camera that uh, amazon used was like a proprietary camera because it had like <laughs> it had like six camera or five cameras on it so i had a well it had six so it had a front facing one a back facing one and then four on the back on each corner to create like a 3d effect Oh, that's right. And so I think with all those cameras, it just messed it all up. So if you didn't have the proper Amazon firmware and stuff yeah, on it, it that just probably work. had a very special driver for it and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. One last thing before we leave: Are mm. you going to be putting down your thousand dollars for the Tesla Model E or a Model Three? Oh, we're I could. I wish you can do it. No. It's only I, have, I won't be done paying for my 2011 Hyundai touring until 2018. So <laughs> yeah, I won't be paying for my 2010 Prius until, uh, what is it? 2021. <laughs> yeah, we, we have, we have in this, uh, in this town, uh, there are, cause our, there, the suburb we, we live in is nice, but there's a, there's parts of the suburb that are, that are far more affluent than ours. And yeah, there, there are a few Teslas out here. And every time I see one go by, I'm just like, man. <laughs> yeah, I really want it. Uh, oh, but, so cool. Yeah. So that's good on March 31st at 8 30 PM Pacific time. So my time. So, uh, 1130 your time. Mm, something like that. Uh, they're going to be unveiling the Model E or Model Three. Yeah, the E. So, yeah. so it used to be the E, and then I guess Ford has a Model E car or did or something. Or, like or that. they did, I think. Yeah. And so they're like, nope, you can't have that. So it was going to be the Model uh, S, the Model E, the Model X, and then supposedly they're coming out with a Y. So mm-hmm. uh, the owner, Elon Musk had commented that Ford ruined sex. <laughs> oh man. 
Yeah, it so, sounds like something he'd say. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, that is pretty much the end of the podcast. It wasn't terribly long. Think if we had Aroa and Noodle in here, it would have been way longer. It would have been, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's uh, all right. But yeah, so thank you for being here, Parallax Abstraction. Yeah, man, my pleasure. And where can we find you? Uh, you can find me uh, on YouTube at youtube.com slash pxabstraction. Um, I have my series of read-only memories that's up there. There's, I think, as of when we're recording, there's two more episodes to go, and then that will, game will be done. Uh, now that I finally got my new machine up and running, I'm hoping to, to – I have several review codes, actually, for other games that I want to I wanna do either streams or videos of in the coming week. So I'm hoping I'll have time for that. Uh, I haven't written anything on geekbravado.com in way too friggin' long. I have several posts in my head I want to do that um, I'm hoping to get working on in the next little while. And, yeah, I'm on Twitter. Um, if you just want to follow the my media stuff, it's at PXA Media. Or if you want to see – I'm not posting a ton of personal stuff these days, but if you want to see that, it's just at PX Abstraction. Right. And then with – oh, do you have a Twitch? Do you ever do Twitch? Uh, no, I have YouTube. yeah well actually yes I, I do I normally live stream on YouTube because I can do higher resolution there but now with this new machine I actually have the oomph to stream to two places at once so I am on Twitch as well at twitch.tv slash px abstraction and so I will be uh, streaming to both of those in general when that happens but I always put on Twitter when and where I'll be streaming stuff so All right uh, for yeah. me you can follow me at twitch so that's twitch.tv forward slash written Twitter, www.twitter.com forward slash Reaton, or just at Reaton. Uh, I have a little code be uh, below that's a little Green Man Gaming. So if you click on that, then I get a percentage of the profits that... So if you decide, hey, I want to buy something from Green Man Gaming, and you click on that link, I get a percentage, whether it's 2 or 5%. Um, and then also I have YouTube. Uh, <laughs> sadly, so I have YouTube. It's, it's youtube.com forward slash Reaton. Or just, you know, look up Reeton on there, and you'll find me. I've been doing uh, a nine-part <laughs> retrospective on wrestling games. And actually, I think they're some of my best videos. Uh, but mm -hmm. the problem is no one's watching them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I, funnily, funnily enough, uh, my most watched videos right now are uh, my, my Retron 1 review keeps getting, you know, uh, 100 or 200 views a month and then my final fantasy 11 review which i did about a month and a half two months ago that's getting it's at about 900 views which doesn't seem like mm. a lot but it's a lot for me mm. <laughs> and it and it keeps it, every day it just keeps getting new new viewers and new comments and i'm like what the hell like it wasn't even that good of a review but people seem to really like it. So that was, that's kind of nice. And I think part of it is that um, Final Fantasy XI is dying. Mm. So finally, of, it's been quite, a, that's been up a long ass time. Well, it's not dying. It's still what they call maintenance mode, which yeah. means that they're just not going to be putting new expansions or anything out. Everyone can just play it as it is. Uh, yeah. But they're, they're, I think at the end of this weekend, PlayStation 2 and Xbox 360 support is ending. Oh. So. Okay. Uh, yeah, so those are ending. They're coming out with like a mobile version soon. But. Oh. 
Yeah, like they're. I don't know what how they're gonna. How would do that. you play that? Yeah, I don't know how you play that on a phone or a tablet, but hey. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So they 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 said they're gonna create like a mobile app for Final Fantasy XI, which is strange to me. But yeah. yeah, so that oddly enough is getting more views than my wrestling reviews, which I've been doing. So, uh, have you had a chance to watch any of those? Uh, I have. I have to. I haven't watched your last one yet. I'm actually looking at it in my my sub box right now. So I will probably watch that this evening because I've I've got a few videos I've got queued up to watch while I work on some stuff. Okay. So just because I'm I'm a whore, uh, what did you what have you thought about the reviews? I thought they're they're pretty interesting because uh, that you you kind of go um, you do the kind of review that I tend to like more, which is that you don't just say. Uh, you know, hey, here's this thing. It's about wrestling, and here's what I like and what I don't like. You kind of give a, a deep dive description about w sort of what the game is and its its mechanics and how its mechanics are 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 unique in the context of what it is. So, like you're, you know, you're talking about wrestling games, but you're saying, you know, here's the interesting things or the unique things that this game does in the context of a wrestling game. Which, you know, if I'm someone coming to to find out about what makes a certain wrestling game good at good at wrestling that's that's the way i'd like to consume that so all right so with the next review you're going to realize that the game is dog shit that's okay <laughs> that's... hey that's a valuable service too i've covered my my share of garbage on my channel too so <laughs> yep and next so next week my my review is going to be i was going to save it for the end cuz it was the the game that i played when i was a kid so i wanted to kind of end with the game that i played the most when i was a kid uh but then i realized Next week is WrestleMania. No, yeah, so it is. So I am going to be reviewing the first WrestleMania game for the NES uh, next week, mm. which I haven't played it in about 20 years. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, I'm hoping it's not terrible. I th I'm pretty sure it's terrible. Uh, mm. it, the the Licensed games on the NES tended yeah, so, to be... <laughs> so st starting with the license game of the first WWE game released, you, did you know they released a wrestling game for the DOS? The DOS. Yeah, I DOS? believe it. I believe um, it. Yeah, I but, can totally see that. But it wasn't. Um, it wasn't like the wrestling games they had for the NES. It was like you pick your move, and then the computer decides if you do your move or not. Oh, weird. So like a turn, almost like a turn based or like picking your play in Madden or something. Yeah, it's really weird. Anyway, we should weird. probably go. Yeah, well, uh, that'll make for an interesting video, needless to say. So yeah, I might do that right now. I'm just focusing on the NES games. Uh, if <laughs> if they start getting more traction, which they're not, uh, mm. then I might, you know, continue to do wrestling games or I might just do them anyway and just. Fuck oh, it. Why not? Yeah, that's pretty much that's how I have very slowly built my channel is just saying I want to make a thing on this today and just done it. <laughs> right. Uh, and then another one of my before we go, uh, another one of my videos that actually it it hasn't uh, got a ton of views as like 500 views over a few months. But it's one that I actually really like because it, it helps people out. So I and I so every comment I get is good. Um, the 4790K has heating issues. I don't know if you knew about mm. that. Uh, so for some reason, the when I the two forty seven ninety Ks that I've had experience with, uh, the mm. settings are all wonky, and it's it, because it 
it like sets like the Mac frequency like way up and stuff. So you have to download the Intel Extreme Tuning Utility or whatnot, and then adjust yeah. the settings. Okay. And so, so it's, it's basically putting the core up too high, probably. Yeah, and so I had to, you know, I had to fix that, and it took me forever to figure it out. So I figured, you know, if there's other, there's probably other people who have this issue too. So I made a quick YouTube video saying, hey, here are the settings to use. It's really, it's probably going to help you. And so I actually had my best comment I've ever had on a video, uh, which said, mm. hey, uh, you know, my my processor was running at like 105 degrees um, un under load. And yeah. and even with, I, I bought a brand new cooler, which is a really good cooler. And even then it was still running at over 80 um, under load. And then I did these settings, and now it's under load running at about 60, which is oh, that's good, yeah. Which is good. And yeah. so he's like, if I could give you two thumbs up, I would. Like, So that was my <laughs> that was the best comment I've ever got on a video. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, that's um, cool. So really happy. Uh, so go to my YouTube. There's some interesting stuff. Uh, and if you ever have any questions on computer stuff, you know, Parallax Abstraction and I both work on computers, and I'm sure yeah. that if – you know, I tweeted to him or if you tweeted to him and said, hey, I'm having this problem with my computer. Uh, what do you think your issue is? Well, you know, we, we're not going to be able to give to... advice. You know, yeah. I, I can't guarantee it'll always be it'll always be the right advice depending on your situation. But, yeah, it's it's what I do. So I'm uh, I'm, ha I'm happy to, to hand out a little bit of free advice from time to time. Yeah, me too. So if you ever have a problem, just, uh, you know, give us a quick tweet and we'll uh, we'll be happy to say, hey, you know, you try this or this or this. We might not be able to give you you know, the best answer or the, even the right answer. But, uh, no, I think we're pretty between us two. We're probably pretty good at fixing computers. So yeah, I say we know what we're doing enough. Yeah. So anyway, thank you for being here this week. Yeah, no, my pleasure. Thanks a lot. Yeah, not a problem. Have a good Easter. Bye. Take it easy guys.